0: Take your Bibles this morning and turn with me to Ephesians chapter 6. And we're going to begin reading in verse 10, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. Stand with me, if you will, and stand in the presence of the Lord as we read God's Word and ask His blessings upon His Word as they are coming to us today. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, you see, to turn to someone to your left and someone to your right and say to them, there's a war going on. There's a war going on. Praise the Lord, you may be seated. God bless you. What are best dressed Christians wearing? Well, as I look around, we have some best dressed Christians right here today. But we're not talking about being best dressed in a worldly way according to fashion, talking about being dressed in the armor of God. We have veterans stand up here, and every one of these veterans can tell you about when they signed up and they joined the military service, they were given uniforms. And when it was time to stand, we didn't go out there, well, I got my sneakers on today, I didn't feel like polishing my boots. I don't like the shirt you gave me, I got my... (laughs) That's not going to happen. We have to be in uniform. Would you believe that in the Bible, God gives us a uniform? For those who are in the army of the Lord, for those that are serving God... And each one of us are doing that, we need to be dressed properly. We're going to talk about that today. You need to be ready to do battle because there's a war going on. It's a war between light and darkness, it's a war between good and evil, it's a war between God and the devil. And we're on the battlefield. Every one of us are on the battlefield. As Christians, we get up every day and we're going out into a battlefield where the world is rejecting Christ. Where the world is denying God. Where the world does not bow itself before God, but bows its knee to worldly things. Bows its knee to riches of this world. Bows its knee to possessions of this world. Bows its knee to the rulers of this world. The politicians of this world. Everybody better vote, because... These guys that did that for you did it so you'd have freedom to vote. That's part of the freedoms we have so we can select our leadership in this country. Well, let's talk about this today. What are we going to put on if we're going to put on this armor of God? If you neglect to do it each and every day, you are making yourself vulnerable to the devil's attacks. Some of you are probably wondering why I'm having such a hard time about this in life. Why is this happening to me all the time? It just seems like every time I turn around and something goes wrong, this goes wrong, that. You're under attack. You need to know what you need to do to fight back. Everybody say fight back. Fight back against the enemy of our souls. Some people want to have a fight with everybody else and they don't want to fight the right one they're supposed to be fighting with. You should have a grudge with anybody else. You should have your grudge against the devil. You should be mad at the devil for what he's been doing to you. Didn't I just read to you that the devil goes about scheming? He's always birthing schemes. He's always creating schemes against the church of God, against the children of God. He doesn't quit. You may not think you're in a war. He knows he's in a war. And he knows his time is short. He knows his days are numbered. He's going to launch every attack he can against you. And if you don't put on the armor of God, you are vulnerable. I will promise you, I know you don't get up every day because I know I don't do it every day. Get up every day and go, let me get dressed for battle. You put your shoes on, you put your clothes on, you make sure you're not walking outside without your shoes on. I don't even have shoes on today. Now you make sure you're properly dressed. But are you ready to engage in battles against the devil every day? If you are, you're putting on the armor of God. If you're not, you're not ready. Every one of these fellas here went through training before they were put in a situation where their life was in danger on a battlefield or their life was in danger in service to this country. There's always preparation. Lots of preparation. And all the veterans said, Amen. Lots of preparation. So, are you ready to do this? Amen. Use this illustration in the first service. I want to do it again. This is a commercial on television about a guy, a young fella, who's going to pick up his girlfriend and he's going to take her to the prom or something. And he shows up with dad's Buick Regal, and uh, boy, the, dog, the girl's really impressed. And uh, he's ready to take her out on the date. And uh, the father of the girl comes out to look at the car, and he's thinking he's impressing the father. And uh, the father says, uh, "You know," he says, "going to go." You're going to have fun tonight or something. And the father goes, he doesn't say anything. His eyes stay on him, but his head goes back and forth. No, you're not. You know what? The devil's been attacking you, beating on you, making your life troubled. And you know what you need to say? Devil, not anymore. Not anymore. We are stopping you right now here today. We're going to engage in a war against you. And to do that, we're going to do what the Bible says. And we're going to put on the armor of God. Would anybody head onto the battlefield without being prepared with armor? Foolish! What is the Bible telling us about the armor of God? That's where we want to go. Best dressed Christians are always wearing the armor of God. Now, here's something else we need to realize. Sometimes the saints, the old-timers, those that have been around a long time. You know, in the military we have long-timers and short-timers. Short-timers are getting at the end, the end of their time to serve. The long-timers just came along recently. Whether you're a short-time saint or a long-time saint, you need to recognize you must not forget to put on the armor of God. Some of the saints that have been around a long time have forgotten about it. Some of the saints that have been around a long time don't even give it a thought again. We need to. Some of the new saints, they don't know enough yet. They need to be brought along. Some of them need to be reminded about the armor of God. How can they be reminded if the older saints aren't? Amen. Turn your neighbor and say, get your armor on. Get your armor on. Praise the Lord. Let's look at the verses of Scripture. Starting in verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Be strong in God. Don't try to fight the devil in your own strength. He'll win. You can't fight the devil. It's not going to be good enough. Your enemy will be able to see what you don't have on and target that area in your life. Don't think the devil's that stupid. He knows what he's doing as the devil. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Devil's a schemer. He's always working schemes. He's always at this. He even tried to pull a scheme on Jesus. When Jesus had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he comes to tempt Jesus. Devil, get out of here! But he'll still try. Sometimes the devil doesn't mind trying and not being successful as long as he enjoys to try. That's his game. That's his game to come against the believers. He's scheming. For our struggle now, this verse is very important because... How many times are you going to see the word against in this? I told you there's a war going on. And there's someone and a force against us. Always there's got to be an opposing army. Always there's got to be an opposing force. The opposing force, the Bible tells us, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood. That would be military in flesh and blood. No. But it's against the rulers, that's the second against. Against the authorities, that's the third against. Against the powers of this dark world, that's the fourth against. And against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms, that's the fifth against. Don't tell me there's not forces against you. Don't deny that. You can be in denial all you want to. The enemy is around and about, stationed strategically around your life, to come against you. We are going to look at this armor of God today, and you're going to be able to fight back against the devil. You can do it. That's one amen. Let's hear another one. Let's hear 30, 50, 80 of them. Amen. The devil is against you. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, verse 13, so that when the day of evil comes, there's going to be a day that evil comes. If you haven't had a day of evil for a while, watch out this week. You know what I have found through 35, 38 years of ministry? Whatever I preach on, within hours, within days, it's going to be used in your life. That's why God has a pastor preach a certain passage. It's timely. So if you haven't been doing toe-to-toe battling with the devil lately, get ready if the devil's been kind of doing secret reconnaissance in your life to thump on you, it's time for you to say, not anymore. Your time is done. That's what we need to do. Put on the full armor of God so when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, you're still going to be standing then, if you'll come up. How many of you have ever seen live mannequins? They have mannequins in the store windows. It's almost, it's going to be shop. Actually, they already started the Christmas shopping. <laughs> but they'll have mannequins in the windows of stores. And then the mannequins will be there for 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes. And then change their position. Oh, I saw a mannequin move Oh my god. <laughs> they're alive. They're human beings. Landon's going to be our mannequin. I want you to look at Landon. Would you say Landon is ready for battle? Would you say he's all prepared and he's just ready to engage the enemy forces? Is he ready to head to the jungle and walk through the jungle gym, Huh? Is he ready to engage in a whole crowd of, of the enemy and be able to fight them off? No. Now that doesn't mean Landon's not a good guy. That doesn't mean Landon's not strong. That doesn't mean Landon can't handle himself. That means, where's the armor? Where's his means of protection? Where's his offensive weapons? Where's his defensive protection? as the, Let's put him on a football field. Let's put Landon on a football field with no pads, no helmet, nothing else, no spikes, nothing. He's, he's going to get hurt. Well, guess what, Christian? When you get up every morning and you don't put on the armor of God, you're trying to fight the devil unprepared. No wonder you haven't been winning some of those battles. No wonder the devil's been thumping on you. No wonder you're wondering why two and two aren't adding up to four anymore. Why there's confusion. Why it doesn't seem to be a straight problem to be solved and it can't get solved. No armor on. You ready for your help? Here it comes. Stand firm then, this is verse 14, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist. The first bit of the armor is the belt of truth. Now you look at this and you go, that didn't help too much. Oh, it didn't? It does when that buckle and that belt are the belt of truth. Remember, it says, our battle is not against flesh and blood. It's not in the physical world. It's in the spirit realm. And what just been placed on him? Truth. Pure truth. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father but through me. So said in the first service, I'll tell you, I don't care what Oprah says. You can go to heaven by any way. You can just be religious. You can join this over here and then. That'll get you to heaven. You can be goody-goody. You can be a New Ager. You can be a this. You can be a that. Oh, yeah, you're going to split hell wide open. starting his day as the believer. He has on the truth of Christ. Now, what do you do with truth? You defend the truth, and it destroys the lies. So when the devil comes with his lies into your life, when the devil comes with his lies into your home, when the devil comes with lies into your relationship, the Word of God and Christ Pure truth, perfect truth, overcomes lies. Jesus already told us the devil comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. The Bible tells us he's the father of lies. He's got on truth. He's ready to go. He's starting to feel. Look, you can almost see. You know, sometimes when you put something on, you kind of feel better, huh? Christmas comes. You get a new. You get a new jacket. <laughs> Start to feel like it. Easter comes, you got new shoes, and you start to feel good with the breastplate of righteousness in place. Just for a second, and put out your arm. Just carry that around like that. See, so ready for battle? The breastplate of righteousness is not in its place. You might have righteousness in Christ. Righteousness here. The righteousness of God. God's righteousness. The righteousness of Christ. Right standing with God. The Bible says our righteousness is as filthy rags. The Bible says Isaiah prophesied 700 years before Jesus. Romans tells us there's none righteous. No, not one. None righteous. In and of ourselves. You know what God does? He takes his righteousness and imputes it into the believer. Imputes means inputs it. He puts it into him. We get the righteousness of Christ, that salvation, when Christ comes into our heart, our soul, our being, brings our spirit back to life, regenerates it, brings it to life, and Christ now dwells in us and we dwell in Christ. That's righteousness. God has given you the righteousness of Christ. A belt goes with it. Guys in the military, remember the old web belt? You put it on, grenade over here, three magazines over here, a gas mask back here, a canteen back here. What are you doing? You're ready to go. If Landon would have been in his own belt, decided to wear his belt onto the battlefield, he has nothing to fight the devil with. It's the truth righteousness of Christ, he is already taking form as a soldier of God. Amen. Next, with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. He's barefoot. What kind of work is he going to be able to do barefoot? You can't go out and get the mail with bare feet. You can't go out and get the morning paper and bare feet. You think you're going to go to battle against the devil? No. No. We're going to fit him with something of the armor of God. It's the readiness, the readiness now to go onto the battlefield. If you're standing on the deck of an aircraft carrier that just had a jet plane fired up there, it's burning the deck so hot you can't stand there in your regular shoes. They're going to melt. You have to be careful and make sure you're ready. What is one of the first things they give you in the military? boots, something to wear to protect your feet because sore feet don't win battles blisters don't win battles we put on him the fitted with the gospel of peace now let's talk about peace a little bit this gospel of peace that we fitted on him was this hippie peace peace peace. he's fitted with this gospel of peace this is real peace This is not some manufactured peace. This is not some peace that somebody from Washington is going to be able to give you. It comes from God. It's the peace of God. It's true peace. Jesus has come to bring us the true peace. You need to be standing in peace. Because in the midst of battle, you have a stability of peace in your life. Just because you're in a battle doesn't mean everything's falling apart. Sometimes it's a part of life. Sometimes being able to fight the devil and dealing with issues and setbacks and everything else are things that God uses to move us on the track, to get us where we need to go, to get us walking, marching, marching in your your direction you're supposed to be going, with peace, going with you. Next, in addition to this, take up the shield of faith. There he is. We're going soldier here. He's got a shield of faith now. This is his first defense. It can be used. Even before any arrow hits his breastplate or hits him anywhere else, it's got to get through that shield. And he gets good at using it. It's the shield of faith. You need to get good at using the shield of faith. It's the blocker. It's the thing you can use to get behind gazing the enemy and get behind something so you don't get hit. It's the diamond plate on the front of a weapon that you're using. It's going to shield you. It's the tank that you're in, that you learn to trust. You see, he's got what? What's he going to use? Our warfare is not against flesh and blood. It's spiritual. What do you need to do spiritual battles? Faith. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing by the word of God. Faith is the economy of the kingdom of God. What do you mean by that? When you go down the street and you're going to stop for gasoline, they're going to want you to make a payment. You're going to need your slip of your card into the pump, or you're going to need to prepay, and you're going to have to pay for your gasoline. Why? Because gasoline is being sold for a certain price. It's money. It's the economy of this world. We are not in this world. We are of the kingdom of God. The economy of the kingdom of God is a faith. Everything we do, we do it by faith. It's a shield of faith. He is going to engage the enemy. He's not carrying us along just because he need something to carry. He knows I'm going to be engaging the enemy, and I'm going to engage the enemy with faith. Faith in my Lord. What's he going to do? He's going to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. See, I told you, the devil knows he's in the war. We need to know that we're in the war. What if he doesn't use this? What if he just leaves us down by his side? Boom, 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 arrows. No, he's done. This he keeps between him and his enemy. Shield of faith, which can extinguish all the fl- How many of them? All of them. All the flaming arrows of the evil one. Next, take the helmet of salvation. One of the most vital Places that need to be protected is your head. Why do football players wear helmets? Why do hockey players wear helmets? Why do lacrosse players wear helmets? It's all about protecting your head. One of the biggest things even in sports today is how many guys get concussions. It used to be guys who get concussions and stay in the game. Now they're finding out you get three concussions, you're done. And a lot of times it doesn't show up early. Look at professional boxers who fought for years. By the time they get to be 40, 50 years old, appears gone. Protecting his head. What is this helmet? The helmet of salvation. Now, before anybody's going to be doing battle with the devil, they're going to have to get saved. But it's not just about that. It's about the salvation that we know of, the salvation that we have experienced. We are in a battle. Our world needs to know about salvation. We are the ones taking salvation to a lost and a dying world. We're the ones who know about salvation. I tell you that this morning in churches all over America, people are coming in, sitting in church, singing three hymns, getting a little sermon at, going home at the end of the day and heard nothing about salvation, nothing about getting saved. And they call themselves Christians. And they say they're a Christian church. And they haven't heard a salvation message or or the gospel being preached to them and an invitation or a prayer about getting saved in the last 40 years. How can that be? Not fighting the devil because the devil's already beat him. But when you're going to fight with the devil, when we bring salvation to our world, get on that armor because he's not going to be a happy camper. The helmet salvation is ours in Christ Jesus. You also need to have your thinking adjusted by God. We all do. I've said this before. We're subject to thinking, thinking. We are not thinking right. And our thinking needs to be the mind of Christ. He gives that to us in our head. Next, what do we get? The sword of the Word of God. Sword of the Word of God. Think he's ready. Now, is he just going to be picking this up in the morning and ready to use it in the afternoon? No. Down here in the little kitty class in the nursery, hearing about God. Hearing Bible stories. Hearing about the Word of God. Going up to the next one's this big. Hearing about the Word of God. Hearing stories from the Bible, accounts in Scripture, this big. Bible quizzing. Just yesterday, the church's kids were at Bible quizzing. Yeah, studying the Word of God, learning the Word of God, hiding the Word of God in their heart. Youth group, Pastor Joe, learning the Word of God. So then you're done, right? No. Adults all need to be studying and learning the Word of God. It never stops. Do you know why? Jesus said, Heaven and Earth Will pass away, but my word shall never pass away. You're going to have this word going on in heaven in all eternity. And it won't just be little sayings on the wall. We'll be enjoying and ministering the word of God and receiving the ministry of the word forever and ever and ever. The word of God tells us this, and then it says in verse 18 pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. Why? Because there's a war going on all the time. It's always going on. And it's going to go on until our Lord sounds the trumpet and the saints go marching in. Stand with me if you will. Praise Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Lord, help each of us be reminded this Sunday about the importance of our putting on the full armor of God every day. Let this message, Lord God, not fall to the ground, but Lord, let us receive this and recognize, Lord, you're getting us ready for this week. You're getting us ready for events that are in our future. You're getting us ready for ways to help us, beginning right now when we put on the full armor of God. And Lord, we don't only want to be dressed ourselves. We want our family members to be dressed in the armor of God. We want the littlest ones to the oldest ones, all in the armor of God. We give you praise today, Father. Now, Lord, if there's anyone here today who has not accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior, we pray for them right now. I'm going to pray the sinner's prayer and I want everybody in the church to pray it. But those who have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this is your chance. This is your time right now. Pray this prayer. Mean it with all your heart. Confess that you prayed this prayer. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and confess with your mouth and you shall be saved. Let's confess right now with our mouth. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I believe that you went to Calvary die on the cross on my behalf. Lord Jesus, the blood that you spilled on Calvary is for the remission of my sin. By faith, I receive that forgiveness today. I have peace with you through the Lord Jesus. And Lord Jesus, I will live for you and serve you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray. And all of God's people said, Amen and Amen. God bless you. Praise the Lord.